Welcome to the original vegan business talk with myself, Shane Jeremy James, where I discuss life-changing business advice with vegan companies who are making a true difference in the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next episode. And today our guest is Betska K. Burr, and she is the founder of Coaching and Leadership, which is, you can put, also put a .com on there if you want to find her, a little uh, plug there already. Uh, she's been vegan since 2004, of course, has a deep compassion for uh, humans and animal, uh, and animal people is very high on her list. And uh, I'm just going to, you know, welcome you and let you explain a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you got to. So welcome. Well, thank you so much. And welcome to all your viewers and listeners. Yeah, you know, uh, I think like most entrepreneurs, my story is about someone who really struggled uh, very big struggles, and then uh, how I was able to pull myself out. So I'll try and shorten it, but it is a fascinating uh, story. And, um, you know, people can read about it in one of my latest books there on the, on the table there, The God in Coaching, God in quotes, nothing about religion, but the spirit within. Right. So after our daughter was born, I became bankrupt, bankrupt emotionally, intellectually, spiritually and physically, not financially, thank God, but I really felt bankrupt. I, I could barely get out of a chair. The pain in my lower back was excruciating right. so that it was very painful to get out of a chair. And my, my head was foggy. And so I went to my doctor. I'm an executive, right? And I didn't have my own company at the time. Um, I was an, an executive in an international company, uh, an offshoot of 3M. I'm sure everybody knows 3M, right? Yeah, It was yeah. Uh, Harris 3M um, okay. that late, later became Lanier. And so I went to my doctor and I said, why is my back pain here? And why am I foggy? You know, I, I need to have a sharp brain for, you know, being in, in that level of business and that position, right? I was... Uh, close second to the top right. in the organization and um, so she did all these tests uh, and she said there's nothing wrong with you huh. pardon me <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> wrong with me I can barely get out of a chair and my head is foggy I can't think clearly bottom line was Shane that um, uh, I just said there's something wrong you have to find it Right. Like, I cannot go on like this and she said, well, uh, maybe it's stress. Maybe I can recommend a therapist for you. So she found a, a local counselor, but it didn't feel right. Just, right. No, it didn't connect with me. Yeah. So then as it happens, one of my friends uh, who's an artist had been to a, ladies, uh, to a weekend workshop by a lady named Jan Sweeney. And uh, it was all on the power of the subconscious mind. Right. And he said, you should go and see her and you should study with her. So I went and had a couple sessions and private sessions with her. Yeah. And by the third session, I said, Jan, you need to teach me how to do this. I want to work on myself. So within a month, I was signed up to take her courses. And uh, wow, it was incredible um, what she taught me. I practiced on myself. 
when my husband and my daughter were in bed, I self-coached for an hour and a half every right. night. Wow. And what happened within three months, it was less than that actually, but my back pain disappeared and has never come back. Wow. And my brain was no longer foggy. So the the moral of the story really is that when in our experience, when you have some major challenges, whether it's emotional, intellectual, spiritual, physical, whether it's time mastery or how to be a successful entrepreneur or your spiritual life, anything, whenever you have a challenge, the root cause is buried in your subconscious mind and you don't even know what it is because you're unconscious to it. Yeah. So, um, Later, I uh, became initiated by uh, a spiritual guru, and um, after intense meditation, two and a half hours a day minimum, out came all of these different methodologies, because I was still, you know, I, I cleared up my back pain and my foggy head, but there were so many things that were surfacing. Right. You know, like my abusive childhood, for example, and I needed to clean it up. Yeah. So I started developing all of these methodologies. And today we have over 80 separate mind kinetics methodologies. The science I've developed is the science of mind kinetics. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. And we have taught it to, I've got personal clients in 50 plus countries. And we teach this science. This It's called coaching, but really... Who knows what what you would call it, because it's really about helping people uh, go into their subconscious and uh, remove the emotions that are causing the challenges. Right. To help them achieve their goals, and it's it's remarkable. I it still amazes me to this day after 25 years. Wow, that's cool. So I got a question for you, and I think everyone's going to be interested in this. Do you think that what you eat? Being, say, let's say, vegan, do you think that connects to a better mind? One one thousand <laughs> percent. Okay. <laughs> and the and the reason for that is because you're not if you're eating plant based products, you know, plant based, and, and yeah. in particular, a whole plant based diet. Yeah. If you're focusing on that, um, then you're not carrying that guilt of eating animals because animals are our friends, right? not our food, right? They deserve to live with their families. You know, why separate them? Let them, let the mummies and daddies live with their, you know, even down to the worms in the ground and, right. and the birds and, you know, cows and pigs. And so unbelievable clarity. You stream in you, your, your wisdom, uh, amplifies you think faster i'll give you an example of um of one uh, teacher uh spiritual teacher his, na- his name was kirpal singh okay and uh he's not in my line of uh spiritual practitioners but doesn't matter it's all the same at that level right yeah. so he was working as an accountant and was a practicing spiritual practitioner and so and plant-based of course mm-hmm. And uh, one day he realized that he he needed to leave his job as an accountant and go and become a teacher of 
being a noble human being. Right. So, you know, Shane, what happened? In order to replace him, it took five to six people to replace him. Wow. Because when you're plant-based, right, and yeah. also if you can add in that spiritual practitioner part, you think faster, you make right. decisions faster, you're more compassionate and kind, and you don't you find yeah. the same thing? Yeah, 100%. 100 percent yeah there's there is no there is no doubt that uh that i think faster i make better decisions mm -hmm. uh you know i'm just happier and i mean like what you said when you have compassion for all of humanity mm -hmm. and, and you'll i think agree with this you know one of the highest levels that you can rise to is being able to connect your brain and your heart and that's one of the hardest things for people to do you are bang on, uh, spot on. I totally agree. And, you know, let's take it even further that the, right. the wars on this planet. Yeah. Right. And all the uh, drug running and, you know, prostitution and, you know, guns, everything in that negative realm. Yeah. Happen because we are unable, unable to connect our heart with our mind with you know and if, if if we could only if more and more leaders on this planet could find make that journey to their heart yeah. they would they would be totally different leaders I, I i so agree on that it's probably should be the first thing that's taught in school yes. right yes. <laughs> you know and so and you're so right i mean i, I believe exactly what you said at a deep level that uh, it, it's it's the leadership not having that heart connection when making decisions and 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 why we move into wars and you know all this kind of violence and we were so separate separate from each other all the time uh you know and it's so far everything's so far left and so far right nowadays right on everything it's like there's nobody trying to come together anymore which takes heart too yeah, and I, I was just thinking about a, a, a wonderful First Nations gentleman. Maybe you know his name, but he said the longest journey in the world for a human is the one to find the heart. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Forget who it was, right. but uh, uh, yeah. it's it's really true. And you know, I spend most of my life coaching executives and leaders around the world, and right. and also. Um, you know, doing training programs uh, for, yeah. for leaders. And what I'm delighted about, Shane, is that these folks want to make that journey. Yeah. They're tired of boardroom coaching, you know, teaching you how to, a competency on just, you know, time mastery or goal setting yeah. and stuff like that. No, they want to become more holistic leaders. So they right. want to make that journey. And of course, with our system, we make it easy for them so yeah. that, you know, they, because sometimes when you make that journey, you have to start remembering things that right. were painful for you. Yeah. But you need to heal that part of you in the heart. Yeah. Yeah, I, I so agree. I so agree with that. You know, and I think we're in an era, and I'm glad it's changed, where, you know, the days uh, of leading a business, like the, Henry Ford and the Jack Welsh days are slowly coming to an end where we're starting to realize that the emotional intelligence side is the hard skills now to actually 
grow a business. Yeah, absolutely. And here's another example of uh, one of my executive clients um, has been looking for a job for the longest time, and she finally found one that works for her. But she was looking for a job that allowed her to be partly remote. Okay, yeah. You know? And so her her latest job is is fabulous, right? She has I think three days remote and two days in the office. And leaders and corporations are realizing that they need to open their minds to a new way of leading and to trust these people who that you know they're not just spending their day doing their laundry, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm I, I agree with that too, you know, and I think it's. It's a good change in the ecosystem. And I'm a firm believer that, you know, if you can make somebody happy and somebody's happy, they're going to execute at a higher level for you if they're happy, you know. Yeah. And so what are what are a couple of tips that you can give that, you know, in leadership? Like what are some of the key traits that somebody should be doing to be a great leader? Well, I think based on my story, mm-hmm. right? The the first one is curiosity. Mm-hmm. To I remember my mother always saying, why do you ask so many questions? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been curious since I was a little kid, and I'm sure you were too, right? Uh, yeah. Why, why, why? So we need to, a successful entrepreneur needs to be curious. But the second thing has to be to create something new Interesting. to uh to like with our science of mind kinetics no one else has it no one on the planet has anything like it it's very unique right uh, in its size in its scope and in, in everything and its power we measure everything we measure right. our success with it yeah so and if you can create something new then at the very least create a marketing campaign that's new right it still tells the truth yeah but uh, create some marketing elements that will engage people and and wanting to uh, work with you the third aspect the third element of a successful entrepreneur is to create a team and a devoted team you know we've learned our lesson i tell you um, in some countries where we were looking for distributors and licensees. Right. Um, you know, there were a few there that it was to them, it was all about money. Right. They didn't really care about helping people touch their hearts or expand their consciousness or become more enlightened or, right. you know, um, no. And, and so, Sometimes we made the wrong decision because it was the only choice in that country. And uh, and then it, it just failed, right? So right. it's important to find team members that you resonate. Right. Yeah. So I think that's vital. And, and particularly if they've been through your training programs, then they understand the value of it. And then they're more willing to join you. You right. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I think that I always say that 
you know, to, to scale a business, you have to, if you do two things right, I think you can do it super well, teams and community. And if you can get those two things right, uh, and I see not enough small business people focus on those enough. Mm. And they don't understand, like, that's the, the, you know, that's the key. That's the key to really, you know, to really get it, to, to move past the next, uh, you know, kind of the next level and, and stuff. So I'm so with you on 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 that area of, of teams and taking the time, you know, for people. And it's it's not always an easy thing. It's the hard, probably one of the hardest things because you're dealing with people and exactly. patients and stuff. But yeah. But I'm sure with you, I mean, even the people who listen to your podcast or watch your podcast are, they're part of your team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. If, they, if they hear something or see something, then they'll pass it along. And Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been always, you know, taking the time for people. And, and, and I, I believe that's what got me to where I got to and what keeps getting us to the next level. You know, I'm the one that goes out and, you know, breaks bread with somebody for an extra four hours to build the relationship. And exactly. give them the time. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. And then people, well, people ask, well, why, why do you guys keep growing? I'm like, because I take the time with people. Yeah, exactly. Same here. And you know, if if people are struggling in their business or in their lives and they don't have any money, well, I put my hand up. You know, um, yeah, and if they're willing to make some jam and give it, pay it forward for someone, you know, so that. The, the they don't get the negative karma of taking something for free you know yeah so um but that kind of reminds me of um the there are three more characteristics of um you know how to succeed as an entrepreneur and yeah. one of them is that communicating well yeah as a professional speaker i learned years ago that storytelling is important right yeah. so whether you're telling stories on your website or um, on, you know, LinkedIn or any of the socials, Yeah. right? Uh, people will listen mm-hmm. to those stories. So that's important. The next one is taking risks. How many risks have you taken, Shane, in your business? <laughs> uh, it's funny because we were just talking about that the other day and it's like all the risks that we take, they, so many people don't see the things that didn't work out. But then when the one works out big, like say this podcast has worked out pretty big for us, but yeah. they didn't see the seventh thing else that we tried equivalent to this type of thing that actually didn't work out and we had to pivot. Yeah, exactly. So, and you know, I, I try and when I'm working with other entrepreneurs or other leaders in corporations, uh, actually the guy who taught me that, um, and that's in my, I, I, talk about it in my very first book was the president of 3m canada he was an american who came up to canada many years ago to run um 3m canada and he even uh, um said okay employees on such and such a date we're going to have different people come in to have lunch with you and so he would bring in um you know a, a, the local orchestra Right. <laughs> he'd bring in a brain surgeon he'd bring in blah 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 right yeah. and he did that because he didn't want us to just think about 3m scotch tape and sandpaper right he right. wanted to expand our minds yeah. and take well how did someone become successful as as a tuba player or as a, a neurosurgeon like how did they become successful and take that 
knowledge into the 3M business and take risks. Wow, that's amazing. He was incredible. So, um, yeah, I just love the guy. And I'll, I'll never forget him. Right. He, he just he just really, really hit a chord within me that don't see it as a failure, but see it as a stepping stone to success, which is what you talked about. Yeah, that's that's such a great learning lesson in that. It's huge. You must have learned. And one thing I bet you you learned coming from that kind of bigger corporate world, you probably, you learned a lot. I bet you. Oh, I was. I just feel so grateful that I had, uh, and these were men, all men who saw something in me that they had faith in me, right? right. Like within 3M, uh, when I was still working there, I was I headed up the marketing national marketing department for uh, surgical masks and drapes and anything surgical. Right. And then a new offshoot of 3M was happening called Harris 3M. And um, one of the fellows from the HR department recommended me to join this new company to head up their marketing. And uh, I just felt so grateful because I had I was successful within 3M, but to head up a brand new company, yeah. head up marketing in this new company, I went, oh, my God. And, in fact, I turned it down. Right. And then my mentor from 3M called me up and he said, are you crazy? Why did you turn that down? Go back to the vice president and tell him you're going to accept it and I'm going to support you along the way. So I went back I with my tail <laughs> between my legs and I said, yes, I will accept it. And Shane, the learning that happened in four years, we took that business from zero to 45 million in a very short period of time. Yeah. Because there was so much learning that yeah. happened. And that was in my first book, Creating Champions. I told the story about right. how we took that business in a very short period of time to to be a successful story. And so it, it was cool. So yeah, learning a lot from being so, in a big corporate. So why do, you, why do you think, I know that's a big question, but just to sum it up in a cliff note version, why do you think that business went that fast to 45 million? Cole's notes version of this. Okay. Yeah. We had a vice president who was open to, for the most part, open to trying new ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, the marketing team I was heading up, uh, we were notorious for coming up with different ways to inspire the, the sales force, for example. And that was what I wrote about in my first book, Creating Champions. Because, um, it, you know, you have to inspire the salespeople. But then the guys in the accounting world came to me one day and said, Betska, why are you giving all the, the success to our salespeople? Aren't we worth anything in accounting or in finance? Don't we deserve some attention too? I thought, oh, my God, he's absolutely right. So I went back to my marketing team and I said, we have to develop um, an incentive recognition program for everybody in the company. They can all right. compete. Yeah. And this is what happened, Shane. Um, the, the first time the vice president said no. And then we revamped it to make it customer service oriented. 
I went back to him and he said yes. So it was like a seven or eight month program, something like that. And everybody competed, including our distributors. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, who won the competition in the end was the guy who complained to me, the guy from accounting, he won a gold watch or something. I forget what he won. Yeah. So it just showed everybody that everybody in the company is important, not just the salespeople. Yeah. Yeah, cool, I, huh? yeah, that's a great story. I think there's so many teachings in that. And I think that that's such an important thing that, you know, there's every, every person in a company makes that company go. It doesn't matter where they're at because you take away one skill set over here and it affects the other side no matter what. It just is how it works. So, you know, I always say that whatever you're in, whatever position you're in in a company or whatever area you're in, you know, just become the best you can at that. Whether you're the janitor here, you become the best you can at that yeah. side. And it's the same thing as with the top salesperson, but they're no difference because no. that person isn't, you know, if that office isn't getting cleaned and done perfectly and look good and stuff, there's going to be not good energy in it for the people that come in, you know? So it just, everything goes hand in hand so much. And everybody uh, likes to receive recognition. Oh, Huge, huge. I think that's, I think that's, uh, that's probably even an understatement. I think that's the hidden so- secret sauce to, yeah. grow, to grow a business. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And, and you know what? The vice president really learned a lot, you know, because the end of the story is that when it came to the end of the um, program, uh, we invited all the winners to come into head office and we presented them with their gifts. And again, as I said, the accounting guy who, was complaining in the beginning, won the top award. And uh, he went up to the vice president and shook his hand. And he said, thank you for recognizing that everybody in the company is just as important. You know, it was, it was a pivotal moment for the company to wake up. Yeah. That's so, that's so, uh, so awesome. I remember, I forget which CEO it was, but I remember the one CEO that used to be at, uh, south by southwest and when he went to turn the company around uh he spent 50 percent of his time working in the field with the people he would go throw bags with the bagsmen for hours and hours and hours he would go work in the restaurant for hours he would fly on the planes for hours and hours and hours so he spent 50 percent of his time to turn the company around working in all the positions with all the all the company and that's a CEO that's being paid, you know, how much at South by Southwest. Right. So, so when people complain to me or I see they're not giving the time to their people and they only have 10 people or 30 people or 60 people, I'm like, I mean, there's no reason when you have that small of a team, you know, there's no reason that you should not be taking care and knowing, you know, everybody on those teams to grow. Absolutely. They all deserve recognition they all deserve to be heard yeah yeah i think it's a very wise move yeah amazing amazing what's been one of the biggest challenges with your business Uh, i think it has been finding distributors in countries i think that Mm -hmm. Now that I think back to it, yeah. again, because they were not thinking about the heart piece. 
Right, right. They weren't thinking about what they were offering from a holistic perspective to their own clientele. I think that really has been uh, a major, a major issue. Right. Um, yeah, that's and what I would say. And I, I think a lot of entrepreneurs who are looking to find distributorships would say the same thing. It's hard to find people who have the same knowledge, the same passion. I yeah. guess that's the answer, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right on that. You know, I even know like some of my friends that were starting, you know, vegan companies and there was mm -hmm. the hardest thing to find the right manufacturers to work with mm -hmm. that were doing it for the right purposes that, you know, the supply chain wasn't, you know, hey, we're doing good here, but then we're, you know, getting another product from kids that are being, you know, exploited and stuff like that. So some of them, you know, some of them it took them an extra, you know, year to even get their companies going because trying to find the right supply chain because their values were so high. Yeah, exactly. Fortunately, that's changing, right? Yeah. There's there's so many uh, vegan companies and you can go to, it's PETA. I think you can go with PETA and see whether products are tested on animals or, yeah. you know, so we can, um, and you know, what's really interesting is um, when I'm hiring instructors, uh, to teach our global programs, they have to be at least a vegetarian. Interesting. And a lot of that is because, at, just as we said earlier, they think faster, right? They have, if they're teaching a group of coaches, and maybe one of the new coaches is having a hard time in the classroom or whatever, that that instructor has compassion for them. Right, right, yeah. And can respond to them or you know, take the conversation offline or they can call me if they need it, you know. Um, so, yeah, we're really strict. So for any corporate program, if a corporate is asking us to come in and work with one-on-one -on -one or train their uh, their leaders, they have to be vegan or right. plant-based plant of some kind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you find sometimes that limits... Uh, going certain places for you or, or are you able to, you know, pretty much you, you can make it happen. Yeah, we can make it happen yeah. because, you know, uh, we don't, we don't tell the client that they have to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the coaches know, the instructors know. Right. Got it. That when we're putting forward a, a bid, you know, if we win a bid, you know, they have won the right to be on that team that, instructor team or that coaching team to coach one-on-one -on -one executives they have won that right god yeah so they're kind of vetting them behind the scenes as they go too i guess yeah that's yeah. right and then we are more assured of their success right right because they're thinking faster they're um accessing their intuition faster let's say yeah. they're coaching an executive one-on-one -on -one. they're not humming and hawing yeah right and and the leader's not going to feel that they've been bamboozled or this person is not helping them yeah. fast enough or it's, it's huge Shane to me yeah. it's, it's massive. So yeah, we're, we're pretty strict. That's great. Where do you see, what's the, where do you, where do you, you know, what's your goal with your bit with your company? Our goal is to um, keep expanding two things, keep expanding the coach training to, train more and more people who want to be life and executive coaches with 
the science of mind kinetics because it's so powerful. As I said, you won't find anything else like it in the world. And then to expand the um, the distributorships to different countries. Right. Uh, that would be that would be exciting for me. And yeah. and to find those like minded people. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So where can everybody find you at then? Websites, social medias, all that type of stuff. Yeah, well, I, I believe I presented those, provided those to um, Spencer, but basically they can email me, Betska, B-E-T-S-K-A, at coachingandleadership.com. And uh, our website is www.coachingandleadership.com. They can find me on LinkedIn, for example, um, Betska at Coach, or just Betska K. Burr, K hyphen B-U-R-R. On Facebook and uh, and so on and so forth, they will find me if they just Google Betska Kaber. They will find me there. And other people refer to me as Betska, the Guru Coach. Our our students in India. I've been to India eight times. My right. partner John has been there six times. And 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 the Indian coaches gave me that name, that moniker Betska, the Guru Coach. So if they Google that, they will also find me. So there you go. Right, right. Awesome. Did you did you get that URL yet? You better go get that URL. <laughs> yeah, really. I think my husband did get it. Yeah, many that's, years ago. That's good. That's good. Because yeah. yeah. it'll be taken after people hear this podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> All right on. <laughs> so Shane, I'd like to ask you a question. What's been the number one reason for your success? I'd love to know. That's a very good question. The number one reason, that's always such a hard question to answer because you try and break it down like what is the the number one thing um such a tie but i think this wouldn't happen if it wasn't for this and i'll tell you what i mean by that i think the ability to pick the right businesses at the right times and maneuver inside that industry and find a little bit of white space where i needed it and then piggyback up on my people skills right Okay. Well, that's good. Well, you have great people skills. I've really enjoyed connecting with you here today. So thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And everybody go check her out and Google her and go find all her stuff and find her books. All your books are on Amazon. I take it in places too, right? That they can buy them. Yeah. Or they can Google us. They're on our website as well. Yeah. Yeah. Go on the website, go to her website because I'm sure you'd rather give uh, her some more money. And and I think, uh, Bezos has enough already, so probably don't need to give Amazon any more money right now. So. Oh, you know, you, you know, you know what I'd love to just close with is we have a, a free website for people who are interested in learning how to access their subconscious mind. It's called okay. www.thebrainwalk.com. Okay, thebrainwalk.com. Yeah, and in less than 15 minutes, it simulates how Einstein used to think. You can, within 15 minutes, you can develop a solution to a problem or a challenge that you have in your life. It's amazing. You have to try it. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I'm it's really try. cool. Everybody should try that. Yes, they should. Even if you can think, even if you can think one fourth, no, one, one, one point one of what Einstein did, you're going to do well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and people love it. I, you know, it's, it's, and children love it, you know, with your 
parents, you know, you have a teenager who is having trouble at school. Well, sit beside your teenager and, and go to thebrainwalk.com, and I guarantee you the challenges are going to come out of the subconscious mind, and you're going to be able to clear the emotions around it and come up with a solution. It's so beautiful. Well, that's awesome. So everybody, yeah. go definitely try that out. That sounds yeah. awesome. Pretty well, sure. thank you so much for doing this wonderful interview. You are fabulous too, Shane. The two people in pink today. That's right, pink day, and, and I Art that was day. meant to be because I don't. I barely rarely wear pink too on things, <laughs> so that was like meant to be. And you know what? Pink is the color of the heart chakra, so we're right on the money today. Hundred percent awesome. <laughs> All right, talk to you later, everybody. Bye bye. Bye.